Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Before we start, Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee! Oh, you ready? Podcast. My name is PC Tony. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of them, 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 Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, the other half of the world's greatest tag team never. He is an inebriator in the era that, which is awesome. He's a scientist and an architect and Dean. It's DPP. I feel like we're old school today. I love it. <sighs> oh my God, I'm out of breath. And also joining us, he's funky, phenomenal, and fresh in oh so many ways. He probably already had the one-liner of the day before we even started recording. It's AJ Belez. What's up? What's up? I was about to say, I don't think I've ever heard that intro before. Yes, it's intro 3.2, and we're technically on like 8-something, I would imagine. Because Dan just keeps doing it. 7, there you go. All right. We also have a guest today because I didn't think I was going to make it today. Things kind of just happened for me to be able to get here. But we have one of our favorite, favorite favorite friends in the podcasting industry best friend of the dwi podcast the lawyer himself he's aggressive with his attitude it's dave ungar gentlemen how the hell are you doing it is always a pleasure to be back on the dwi podcast yes welcome back sir episode 291 indeed we're gonna get to uh some nfl for last call we got a bunch of wrestling news but i wanted to start before we get into anything today we were talking a little video games beforehand. Now, DP, you got your PS5. You bought a bundle. You got it at Costco. Dave, you've been trying to get it online, and finally, you came through with the NBA 2K22 bundle, GameStop bundle, I believe. Got a pretty good deal. Let's start with DP. How's the gameplay for the PS5? How's it been going? What have you been playing? What should Dave expect? Uh, expect, if you're playing a PS5 game, expect zero load time, which is phenomenal. Wow, that's sweet. Uh, it is fantastic. Like you don't have to sit there and look at a screen and wait for it to load. You're like right on. You're right in. It's awesome. Um, that's been like the best thing for me. Um, graphics wise, so far, I don't know. I don't see a crazy difference, but I'm sure there is one depending on what you're playing. But um, I would, you know, I don't know exactly other than you know sports games if you're into anything else, but. Um, Ratchet and Clank is phenomenal, fantastic game. Uh, 2K22 is just awesome so far. I've only played a couple games, but I know a lot of people were, <clears throat> excuse me, hating on 21, uh, especially with the shot meter issues, you know, and the change in that. But well, as in a lot of people, who are you really talking about? Is in a lot of people? Uh, just me, not PC. <laughs> no, not not PC. You. You're talking about you. You're talking about you. No, yeah, okay, me. I don't know. I've seen. <laughs> 
I, I looked online. I saw a lot of issue, a lot of complaints. I've heard a, I've heard a handful of people say that, that they didn't like it. Uh, yeah, but big, on, you're really leaving out the biggest main thing here. You didn't like it. I couldn't make a shot with that goddamn thing, and I don't know why. <laughs> I know. I watched you struggle. <laughs> I still won a championship. But, the yeah, the, the, the meter is completely different than... Uh, than even 20 and 21 so it's it's a whole new different shot meter um it's smoother which i like you know all the animations are smoother you know you don't kind of get that choppy sometimes you know jump up to shoot type of stuff and uh just everything feels like it's just smoother ai is much better on offense and defense both on your team and the computer which is awesome like uh you know a couple of guys break for the basket when you expect them to that's they, helpful they did wow yeah they did which well, was awesome i was How's the pick and roll a defense? Because the, the a computer was horrible at doing pick and roll. Like they would just leave their guy all the time or, you know, it's like, you can't tell when they're going to switch and not. Yeah. It's still hard to tell if they're going to switch. Um, but it's a little better as, as they actually defend it and you don't get a lot of open turns and run right to the basket or anything off the pick and roll. So like, they seem to be smarter. They drop back when you start doing a dribble move, as opposed to just taking that, you know, one stick, you know, right stick button and then drive to the hoop and get an easy dunk. You can't do that anymore. So it, let me ask cool. you guys, has anybody played Madden on the next gen systems yet? Madden 22. Just PS4. Yeah. I, I, I gave up on Madden Just, years ago. Yeah. <laughs> PS4. It's the same. It's the same game basically. And it's but, been since 2010. Yeah. Yeah. More or less. I, but I just love going in and like, you know, GMing up a team and then playing a season with them. You know, I'll probably, before I stop playing it, I'll probably have played a season with over half the teams in the NFL. Like, I'll go through a whole season. And then once I finish one season, I'm pretty much done with that team. I never make it to the draft. Let me know, <laughs> let me know how it works with the Washington football team. So, all right. I will. I will. You mean the Red Hogs? Or the Red Wolves? I'm or any other Wolves. stupid name they're going to come up with. The Red Wolves sounds good. I like Red Wolves. I don't like Red Hogs. And I'm a big fan of the Hogs, but it's like this is not 1983. And that offensive line is not the Hogs. That's a true story. Um, well, anything's better than the Guardians. I bet you'll get it more right than Cleveland does. But that's Cleveland, and that's another story. DP, you look like you're ready yeah. to jump in there. One other one other thing I'll mention for, for Big Dave, um, get an external hard drive. If you're going to play PS4 games or anything like that, because your hard drive will fill up immediately. So didn't they just do an update though, where they it unlocked part of the internal drive? You can you can buy another uh, M2 card um, if you want to. They're like right now, uh, like for a one terabyte, Western Digital has them for 360 bucks. So if you want to spend 360 bucks to get one of those, sure. <laughs> um, but if you're going to play anything that's a PS4 type of game or like PlayStation Now or whatever you're going to download, I, I bought an external one for less than 100 bucks, and it, it works great. You don't, you don't feel any difference or any slowdowns with it. So if it's not a PS5 game, you can yeah. play it on there and you're good. My last question to you, DP, is the PS5, is it like the Xbox Series X is backwards compatible with everything? Is PS5 similar or how does it work as far as like transferring stuff that you've already perhaps got in the cloud, um, you know, on, on the PS PSN, like for instance, if I've got, if I want to take my NBA 2K20, which is all digital and transfer it to the PS5, is that possible? Yeah, you could do that. 
yeah, if you want to keep that game going or whatever, you could totally do that. I did it with um, I did it with 2K, yeah, because that's where I, f I finished my season on the PS5. So you can move it over, no problem. Okay, because my wife's already like, well, we're getting rid of the PS4, right? I'm like, hell no, I got a lot of stuff on there. That is my external hard drive. It's my <laughs> PS4. Yeah, I was about to say. I know. I know listeners can't see it, but when you said how much the external hard drive was, I just saw Dave go, oh, 300. <laughs> it's like a whole other console. You're just buying another console. I could, get a, I could buy a Switch for less than Jeez. that. It's absurd. There you go. Alright, folks. Well, there's a little video game talk for you today. DWI Podcast number 291. I already told you we're going to talk some WWE. Big week for Big E. We got trivia. We got last call. We're going to talk even more about football and our football teams heading into week two. Right now, we're going to take a commercial. You're listening to the DWI Podcast on ChairShot Radio Network. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Welcome back, DWI Podcast. Special guest, best friend of the podcast, Mr. Attitude of Aggression himself, one half of the leaders of Bandwagon Nerds musical chairs. It's Dave Ongar. He's he's all over the place. He's a renaissance man. He's not just a lawyer. He's a video game freak. He's a movie freak. He's a sports freak. His wife says he's a freak in bed. You know, there you go. That's just the way it goes. He's, checks he's it, checks in the mail, Tony. Checks in the mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he takes that aggressive attitude with him across <laughs> all all right. How old are you, young man? Old enough to know that you're a whore. Uh, shout out to Chris Griffin. Uh, let's get into it. Big E has finally captured a WWE World Championship. And I would say, speaking for all four of us, it is long overdue. And I think you guys feel the same way as I do, that I am so freaking thrilled for him. And can't wait to see what he does on this initial title run ride. AJ, you're nodding in agreement. Uh, how did you feel as you watched it happen, and, and what are your thoughts? I mean, I I absolutely loved every part of it, even where it was, you know, Randy doing his little thing, the MVP, the RKO and everything, loses to Bobby Lashley, and Big E did say, he, he did say he was going to cash in that night. He did say it. It was all over Twitter, all over social media. He, I'm pretty sure he also said it on Raw a couple of times. I can't remember off the top of my head. But he said he was going to cash in. By God, you heard that theme go off. And we have a new champion. It wasn't a cheap little, like, oh, yeah, they're weak. I'm going to go do my finishing move. And then it was, it was a pretty decent match that they had in it. So, Big E winning. Big, big-time feeling, big-time win. I love it so much. Hopefully, it goes all the way on to at least Mania, at least the Royal Rumble, somewhere around there. 
Dave, what are you looking forward going looking looking forward to moving ahead? Considering Big E already told you that he's facing Roman Reigns at Survivor Series, so I guess we're going back to that. Well, yeah. For, first off, I I want to kind of echo what AJ said. I love the cash in. Um, I loved how it went down. That it, like AJ was saying, it wasn't like the typical cash in where you know oh, this person's in a persistent vegetative state. I'm cashing in and you know get the pin and it's all over. This was really cool because. Especially, and kudos to Bobby Lashley, because he was kind of trying to bitch out of it until Big E slapped him in the face. And he's like, all right, now it's on. And, and yeah, I mean, Big E survived the spear and that sort of thing. But, yeah, no, I think I thought the same thing, that we're coming they're, – they're clearly building towards Survivor Series right now with, with the whole – with uh, Roman showing up on Raw this coming Monday, Big E showing up on Raw and SmackDown. So, yeah, we're building towards a Roman Reigns-Big E matchup, but – I love the cash in. It was one of the better ones of the since, probably one of the best ones since Seth cashed in at Mania. If you really think about it, you can make that argument. I'm trying to think back of better ones and drawing I, you know a what? blank. Drawing a blank. Even if you in comparison, like storyline wise and the way it, it happened in the past, you could still I'll, you you could still put Big E's cash in above it. I think because we all really really wanted to see Big E with this title. You know what I mean? It's Absolutely. like someone that we've all been waiting to like the, 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 you deserve it chance. Like he does, he deserves that chance. <laughs> he is the one guy that deserves that chance. So. And even Roman was kind of smiling about it. Cause he's like, all right, I got to stay in character, but that's all right. You, you, you've kind of earned this thing. So yeah, we seem to be on the path towards, you know, it looks like Survivor Series is going to be like it's been the past few years where it's the champions against each other. And, and that's fine, especially this year where there is no threat of NXT showing up. And even if they did, who gives a shit at this point? Well, have they talked about when they're doing the the uh, the draft or whatever, the free agent thing? October 4th or something, isn't that? It's coming up. Yeah, it's Okay, so they're sure. fucking themselves and their storylines over already. Yes. Why did this happen before Survivor Series? We talked about this last yes, year. It's stupid, like, Tony. That's why. Let's start around brand versus brand. And then let's mix everybody up beforehand so no one has any allegiance to any fucking brand. Like, uh, yeah. If you're going to do All that, right. if you're Go going to do that, do that after Survivor Series and make the Survivor Series matches for draft picks or something. Right. Yeah, at least that's what we said last year. Oh, and this is what we said last year is that... There's nothing on the line. Survivor Series just doesn't matter because there's nothing. There is no ramification. There is nothing there's there. nothing. Either yeah, don't exactly. Do it or make it worth something. Yep. You're right. That brand supremacy. Oh, my brand supreme. But now I just oh. gutted my brand and sent everybody to the other brand. So yeah, that's Roman yeah. and Big wrestling for the number one draft pick. The tag teams wrestle for the number one tag team draft pick. The women wrestle for the number one women's draft pick. Right. I mean. It's not that fucking hard to figure out. I, I just don't. Loser goes to AEW. I mean, something like that. <laughs> oh, boy. NXT. Loser oh. goes to NXT. Oh, yeah, there you go. Loser goes to NXT. That's, 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 that's a word. That's a word. Yeah, relegation. There you go. <laughs> well, and then they have this all, all new branding and everything, and they're like, we're going to crown a new champ. And, like, wasn't it the same four guys that have been in the title picture for the last five years in the in the Fatal 4-Way? Sort of. You had, well, Ciampa and Dunn for sure, but then they brought in the new guy, Von Wagner, and then okay. uh, who was the uh, who was the fourth dude in the match? No, they had L.A. Knight and LA Knight. Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, LA, L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. Okay, let's talk NXT just for a second. 
because I, I do like the new set, which has a more full sale feel to it. I like that part. But when you send L.A. Knight out there to take on Braun Breaker, a.k.a. Rick Steiner Jr., and L- L.A. Knight loses in the first match of the night, now unless you're doing Brett Owen, and let's be real, L.A. Knight is not Bret Hart, then you've pretty much just wiped any credibility out the belt on him right off the bat. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he was a non-factor. And and then, yeah, you, you go and you have Ciampa win the title, which is fine because you get him reunited with Goldie. Okay, that's cool. But, yeah, NXT's like, no, they didn't. And, and I t- Tony, you saw me and Ray talking about it in the Bandwagon Nerds chat, and, and I'm – and and Ray was much more positive about it, and I was condemning it before it ever started. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad show. But, yeah, that roster's been so depleted now that half the people on there, I'm like, who are these guys? <laughs> so, you know, they've got talent. But anyway, I digress. But you brought up NXT, so I just had to I had to vent a little bit about that. I do like the set. I do like the set. Because the one thing I have to add with, with NXT and... Again, I, I, of course, I'm like, yeah, LA Knight's going to win. And then that first match where it was LA Knight versus Braun Breaker. What? Wait, wait a minute. Because, of course, the dirtiest sheets that have always been wrong said, yeah, he's going to be named Rex Steiner. Oh, we're not allowed to call him Steiner. Apparently, they're not allowed to say anything Steinerized. It's so stupid. Can I tell this is a true story. When he showed up and he was talking L.A. Night, I was texting Ray. I was like, God, this guy looks just like Rick Steiner. I had no idea it was Rick Steiner's son. And Ray, Ray texts me back says, that's because it's his son. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's all right there. You can see it right. There. And then that cheap bullshit by Vic Joseph. He looks like a dog-faced gremlin out there. I said, like, come on, Vic. <laughs> At least there was some reference to it. Come on. Oh, all he needed to do I... was just walk out there and just Why? go, oh, oh, oh. Can't you just call him Steiner and get on with it? I mean, are we just done with that? Can we? Because he has to, because he has to have uh, a name he can trademark that because you, you can't use the Steiner name or something. Because, I mean, we used to enjoy the fact that he was a, that people were second or third generation wrestlers, and now it's like, don't you dare mention anything about their relatives or whatever. What the fuck? Well, it, it's also because you have to think it's a Steiner. Not saying Rick's bad, but we uh, Rick was never we, the we, problem. We, we was know he? that the other ones got a one hundred and, and uh, a one in four hundred and one and two thirds chance of pissing someone off in the WWE. Goddamn little, right. little Uncle Scotty pissed me off a long time ago. Let's move on from NXT. Let's talk about uh, let's let's start let's start some AEW out here. What are you guys' thoughts? Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, everybody's there now. I mean, I think Greg kind of said it best. You know, Adam Cole goes from being, you know, the face of NXT pretty much to being the second fiddle in a fucking faction. Um, someone jump in. What, what do you guys think? What, what's next for AEW here? Are they anywhere closer to moving the rating needle than they were before? Back where they were with Ring of Honor. You know, like Adam Cole is back in the same spot he was before. Uh, I, I would say they're closer to moving the needle just because they they did win the 18 to 49 demographic last week or whatever. Um, you know, so two I obviously. Two weeks in a row. What's that? Two weeks in a row they've beaten Raw. Two Ross weeks in a row now. Heat. 
in that demographic, yeah. You know, um, so it's certainly drawing some attention there, you know. Sure. At the same time, you have to understand that Raw's going up against Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. And AEW's going up against some college football or baseball team on ESPN. Dancing with the Mask Singing Stars or something. Vince is going to be on Dancing with the Stars, by the way. Vince's? Miz. Oh, Miz. I'd like to see Vince put Vince Vince on Dancing with the Mask Singer. That'd be awesome. (laughs) That'd be more fun, I think. But <laughs> but but his first dance has to be the the clip of Vince singing oh, yes. and dancing. Really? Got it. Really? 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 Infinity. Thank you, Pee Wee. <laughs> but you know they're sure. I you know they're they're getting I guess say closer as far as that goes. I still continue my concern about their product and what they're doing with bringing in other stars and taking spots away from younger talent. That was their whole bit was to have younger talent be promoted or or be, you know, shown. And they continue to bring in other guys that are taking those spots and wins and losses, which were supposed to be a thing apparently don't matter anymore as Daniel Bryan gets immediately put into the title picture and, Christian Cage came in and got immediately put into the title picture and, you know, that kind of stuff where it's just, you know, they're, I know we we talk about the WCW reference, but they're, you know, they're just getting, I feel like they're continuing to get to that point and I, I don't want that to happen. I would like it to continue to be an awesome product and not get diluted with older talent or, you know, them trying to focus on that kind of stuff where as opposed to building stars like Darby Allen up a little bit more. Um, so I, I, I still see them. Yeah. Probably continuing to push the needle and, and making some waves. Obviously it, I think it got some people's attention because we had Big E cashing in the title and they had to move their title match to raw as opposed to the pay-per-view because they got scared a little bit, I think. But again, it's only been, you know, two weeks and it's like, PC said, you know, it's against different times and different days. You're going up against different things on television. So take that for what it is, too. Um, but I still have my big concern for, for AEW with the talent they're bringing in. Dave, jump in there. So I am going to be the dissenting voice amongst the chair shot fraternity because a lot of you guys, a lot of the people I've heard are, are very negative about what AEW has done. I'm not one of them. I think that they needed to bring in name recognition. They needed to bring in a lot of these recognizable people and bolster their roster. And I think that the ratings are showing that, that they are, they are, however you want to classify it, however you want to, you know, maybe perhaps minimize what's going on. Fact is they are bringing in a lot more viewers are turning towards their product and you can't deny that. You can't ignore that. To me though, AEW has now become, everybody called it, NXT, the Super Indie League for years, right? AEW is now the Super Indie League. You look at their entire roster and everybody that they brought in the past, what, three months? You look at Christian Cage. You look at CM Punk. You look at Brian Danielson. You look at uh, Adam Cole. These are all people who made a reputation for themselves in the indie circuit, in Ring of Honor, in any place else, and then went on and did other things and went to WWE and, and made a name for themselves and now have gone back to kind of like forming this super indie league that 
of all these great indie stars that are now in one location. So yeah, you're going to get these dream matches. I, I mean, here's the thing though, man, uh, Kenny Omega is taking on Brian Danielson, whether you're a supporter of AEW, whether you're a supporter of WWE or something in between, if you're not remotely excited to see that match happening, then you're probably not a real wrestling fan because that's going to be a hell of a match regardless of the platform you put it on. So I'm excited to see that match happen. I know AEW's got, you know, with the talent that they've got now, it's a question of how you're going to use it all and put it all together. But I like what they've done. I, I like the fact that you've got a lot of name recognition. You've got Punk. You've got Brian. Adam Cole, I mean, what was he really going to do? And if he stayed in WWE, what was what were they going to do with him? Keep him in NXT forever? That was and, – and, and, and you know the, the theory that, well, he was going to be the leader, the, the, the main person on NXT. Yeah, but NXT's changing. So how was he going to fit in into that I, new vision? I thought one of the pitches to get him to, you know, they actually, whoever let his contract expire, if you want to believe that, but I, I heard that they pitched him to the main roster to SmackDown. It's just, I don't think he believed he was ever going to actually legitimately be able to carry a world championship. I don't think Vince would have ever put one of the belts on him. I think the closest to the <clears throat> smaller guy you're going to find with that belt is is Finn Balor, and that's just kind of a different animal. Than Adam mean, Cole. Adam, Finn Balor makes Adam Cole look like a fourth grader. Well, yeah, if you're going to put him on SmackDown, I mean, now, hey, let's be honest, I would not have complained one bit to see Cole versus Nakamura for the uh, for the Intercontinental Championship. That would have been a great uh, match. But yeah, I, it's but just was Vince going to do that with him? And, no, and, and that's that's in Vince's mind, Adam Cole looks like Marco Stunt out there, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and now the rumors are all the big thing this week has been Kevin Owens contract is coming up. Sammy Zane's contract is coming up. Those are two guys who, if they don't bolt for AEW when their contracts are up, I will be the most surprised person of the four of us here. Cause I think they're gone. I just, they're, they're, they're of the same mindset that Brian is, that Cole is that, well, punk's a different story, but they may just say, look, I got to get out of here and go to some place where it's more familiar with what what I'm used to. And neither Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn has been built to be a star like Daniel was. If one after another after another keep going to the same place, how is it any different from where you left then? Do you know what I mean? Right. You just get lost in the shuffle. But And the other thing is you also have to remember that the more people who gravitate towards AEW – you know, AEW is coming up into what their third year is 2022 of existence. Three-year contracts. Those contracts are going to be ending. And don't think for one second that Vince or whoever's in charge of WWE is going to try and poach some of that talent and bring it back. So, well, said they're not they're not signing indie talent anymore. They're creating their own talent. Yeah, got to get it from. But somewhere. I mean, if you've got it, if you if you're Vince and you've got an opportunity to try and and get Kenny Omega. You probably take a run at that, right? I oh, already tried, didn't he? Well, that right before EW formed, sure. So, I mean, yeah. I, 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 I like getting back to what you're saying. I like what they're doing. I, I don't necessarily see WWE's moves being knee-jerk reactions to them, but they are trying some different things to try and shake things up and get more people involved. I mean, getting Brock back was a big deal. And, you know, we I don't know if you want to talk about that Brock versus Roman. We're going to do this in Saudi Arabia, whereas, you know, AEW's giving you away this dream match for free next week. But Brock versus Roman, the Saudi Arabian audience get I don't get that at all. But 
Uh, they probably pulled something with the Saudi money. Let's be no. honest here. Come on, AJ. They didn't show the such thing as Saudi money. Is that uh, yeah? Yeah, let's just ask Platt. Uh, is that going to be a, like a Thursday afternoon pay per view again? I love those. Friday, Thursday or Friday, right? probably. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's great. Get, I'll, I'll, I'll be at work just holding my phone. Pay per view. This is Jam in the Sand Seven. What is this? Where's Platt when I need him? I don't know. I think, I think he said six last well, time. I don't remember. Jam in the Sand 6, back in the mix. That's what yeah, this that's one it, is. Yeah, that's it, back in the mix, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Ring a bell for Plaid DP. <laughs> what else you guys got? AJ, you got anything that's been on your mind wrestling-wise? Anything outside of WWE or AEW? Uh, not really. I mean, I mean, there, there's word that I, I might go see MLW, but I'm not a million percent sure because their big match is coming up. Fatu and uh, Hammerstone, title versus title. But I, they're, I mean, with AEW, yeah, they're moving the needle. Yeah, they're getting the viewers. They're doing a lot of things. They're bringing in big names, which, you know, that's good. That really is. But we also have to remember something else. About 25 years ago, y- you know, Eric Bischoff has his entire podcast called 83 Weeks. You you can win it all you want, but as soon as money's bleeding, yeah, you know you kind of you're not gonna get all of that afterward. You're not, but you're not really winning anything though. Like there's nothing to win. Like the ratings yeah. don't mean the ratings don't mean a tenth of what they meant when that was going on because of how everything is consumed differently. Of how mm-hmm. you're apples to oranges for different time slots. Yeah. In addition, you can't really compete with a company that's made upwards of. 16 billion dollars in media contracts over the last half decade something like that effect and the two companies and the way they present the product are really very different from each other right now and that and that's fine that is that is what they wanted that that is exactly what you want you want to have the variety so you know people have the one form and then other people have you know what they're usually doing ew could turn themselves if just for my own personal opinion, and I think there's some people who would maybe say the same thing, they could raise the level of their product a few notches immediately by doing one thing. They need a better announce team. These guys are like, I love Jim Ross more than the next guy. Out. Uh, Tony Skyavon, good guy. Out. You know Mass- the- Nightmare motherfucker. I don't even know his fucking name. He certainly isn't uh, the caliber. <laughs> he certainly isn't the caliber of excellence, if I may say it that way. Out. Jericho. Wrestling in the ring. Out. Is the announcing booth? In. Yeah, well, yeah. Jericho, the Jericho, Jericho and Punk are the best aspects of the announcing team the past <laughs> few Punk is one of the best color commentators of the last three decades oh, when yeah. he took that time on yeah. WWE. Really is, but I think you know another thing. AEW, this the problem that I have with them, and and I like a lot of what they're doing. I still have complaints. Is look, just because you guys come out there and say shit twenty five times a fucking episode does not make you the Attitude Era two And they seem to be harping on that. Well, you know, we're we're not willing. We're willing to break down the barrier. No one gives a shit about that barrier anymore because it was broken down twenty five years ago. Yeah. So with you guys coming out and saying, yeah, oh. You know, I mean, it's cool that they got a piece of shit chant going for Don Callis. That was fun. 
I like that. I don't know if I've heard a piece of shit chant before. That was cool. But that's the thing is like that's not all the Attitude Era was about. It wasn't about cursing on air because no one cares. They say shit 25 times every episode of Walking Dead. Now, you come out there and drop an F-bomb, then I'll be impressed. Of course, you'll be fined by the SEC, but that's another story entirely. So, I, you know, that's my and, thing. And if you want his phone number afterward, Big Dave Ungar. Yeah. <laughs> for but, I mean, for legal trouble. That's my concern with AEW is they've got the talent to certainly elevate their product. I agree with you, Tony. Um, but if you're trying to recreate the Attitude Era because you think you're going to capture those kind of numbers, you're not. Um, so you need to come up with a different strategy because that's, that's not going to work long term. Well, and you, you, you can't use shit, fuck, but yeah. you know. And I'll say at least because, you know, if they ever want to go tackle the beast or go after it, just stay in your lane. Learn from Impact. They made, they took a shot and they failed miserably. Let's just, let's stay in your lane for a while here, okay? Let's, let's not have this up. happen. They do they have better minds. Up more. They do have better minds on their side than impact ever had. So, you know, they've got that advantage that there's a lot of people with a lot of experience in the industry who hopefully have learned from the mistakes made by impact by WCW. So we'll see. Um, yeah. WWE stuff keeps, they, they are evolving and, and that has gotten better last week, except maybe the women, which I'm not sure what's going on. what did you guys think of Becky Lynch? I mean, is she getting over as a heel? Do you see her actually? People starting uh, to dislike uh, her. She yeah, last like, night. She's she more did like, last night a little bit. Yeah, she did. She's more mm. like Seth now than she ever was like Becky before. Man, With she the, looks. She looks. She snapped right back into shape. Man, she is yeah. looking. Right. It's a waste any time. Yeah, good for Seth. Yeah, good, good <laughs> job, Seth. <laughs> if I had my no, I know was a compliment. I was saying good for him. I was saying good work. But, you know, that's, that's <laughs> well, that's the work. I'm just saying that's the one that is enjoying it. You should enjoy the fruits of his uh, labors and his drip. But I'm, yeah, I like I, sure I, I do like I do like Seth Rollins blaming all of us for Edge nearly getting crippled. That was that was a nice touch. But that's perfect. Seth Rollins for you. Classic heels mechanism there. Yeah, uh, I have a conscience. I must purge it from myself at all costs. And you fuckers are to blame, so you gotta love that. Wouldn't that have been something talking about swearing on television if you would have said hey, you if you said fuckers? That would be great. I think who I think that was Jericho. He yeah, he was it was he was when he was first in WWE, he had gotten to the point where he finally was the one saying goodnight to the crowd. And he dropped the F bomb the first time he did it. <laughs> and he came to the bank and Vince was coming up to like say great show or something and Vince didn't hear it. And Jericho didn't know that he didn't hear it. And he like Vince is about to hug him or shake his hand and he goes, I'm sorry. And Vince is like, sorry for what? I said <laughs> and he, he shook his head. He never he never got to say goodbye to the crowd again or anything, I don't think. So Vince there you go. Like, There's your what were, what were our ratings like? Fucking say it again, baby. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Say fuck one more time, but don't throw the microphone. You're not stone cold. There's another Jericho story if you've never heard it. Go ahead. Oh, there was one night where, you know, he, he had a microphone. It went dead. 
and he just threw it in the crowd because he saw Stone Cold do it again. So he grabbed another one, started talking, whatnot, and then, you know, end of the promo, end of whatever was going on, he goes to the back, and then Vince is, like, fuming. And it's like, well, what's wrong, Vince? It's like, you don't you don't throw the microphone into the crowd. And it's like, well, I saw Stone Cold do that. I said, you're not Stone Cold. <laughs> you hit no some is. fucker in the head, and now we're being you, you, you hit some fucker in the head, and now we got to do now we got to call Big Dave about this. Yeah. Big Dave, who was not even in law school at that point, but that's all right. <laughs> Bailiff, what's on the docket today? Well, we have some fucker versus the WWF. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a short case. All right, guys. Talking that's about Adam Cole. Wrap up. Right. Oh, boy. We got problems. Well, that's going to wrap up. Everybody loves a good state of wrestling conversation. So we'll call that for, for especially for our good friend, Greg, who loves state of wrestling conversations. We'll call that the state of professional wrestling right here on the DWI podcast. He hates that. He's going to message me about it. Uh, we'll be back after this with some trivia. You're listening to DWI 291 on Chairshot Radio Network. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Folks, just want to remind you to head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Pick yourself up a chairshot t-shirt. Plenty of great designs, something for everybody. Get it in soft style. It'll feel better on your epidermis. Those shirts make a great gift as well. That's prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. though he's not in his usual spot. Tony, what time is it? <laughs> was that intentional? That was nice. That is always intentional. Every time, for whatever reason. As soon as he hears the one, two, three kid, he has to get up, go grab a Miller Lite or something, crack it right in the ear. You guys yeah. can cert- I-, I want you guys to throw me under the bus for the state of wrestling shit, because I got you started down the NXT path, and nah. it was all it was all over from there, so... It's we will fun. apologize for nothing. Yeah. No apologies Unreservedly. here. <laughs> no CWI does not nope. condone the comments that were thrown out from Attitude of Aggression. <laughs> DWI, two ni- DWI 291, no fucks given. There you go. Yeah, well, that's every episode. If we don't piss off a baker's dozen worth of people every episode, we're not doing our goddamn job. Well, I'm going to be pissed off and pissed on unless that's Correct. your thing. Anyway... Mr. Ungar, do you have a, a writing utensil and a, something to write on? Yes, I do. I, I am prepared, sort of. Yes. Muy bien. Muy bien. Sorry, Beautiful. AJ. Take it. Oh, you're fine. As Man. always, three questions. Three questions, three fun. There, this actually has a theme to it. The theme Look is actually God. first. It's a good thing, because I don't have a theme. You don't have a theme? music oh, i thought your theme was like never mind i was gonna be mean <laughs> let's just move on
And here I thought your theme was Dennis Leary's ass. That's gonna be douchebaggery. His theme is douchebaggery. I thought his theme was Thomas Dolby. She blinded me with science. Ooh, that's a good one. I take that. It's better than douchebaggery. Sorry. I was about to say. No, you're fine. I was the one that said Dennis Leary's asshole. Episode 291. Science. In the old lane. Well, people behind me are going insane. I'm an asshole. Speaking of asshole. Um, <laughs> well, we love you, you giant fucking cute. All right, let's just keep talking. All right, anyway. Go. All right, so Big Dave, I'll let you get for first crack. Door number one, door number two, or door number three. Well, Alex, uh, let's go with door number two, please. That's that's Ooh. Blink. Blink Fartendale. Ah, Blink. Ooh. Yeah, Ferguson. Stealing Dan's deuce. Yeah. Well, don't pick me next. Turd burglar. <laughs> Turd, <laughs> Turd, Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. Literally, stole the deuce. <laughs> right. I win. All right, it's over. I win. Stop <laughs> it, no. uh, who was the first ever Grand Slam singles champion for New Japan Pro Wrestling? So held every single singles title for New Japan. The very first wrestler to do it. Oh, yeah. oh I gotta find something to play here. <laughs> We're out of no DPP audio today. Yeah, I don't think I can. We'll play play these. We'll just play Sesame Street. It's 27 seconds, so get your answer down. One of these things is not like the others. One of these things doesn't belong. Can you tell which thing is not like the other by the time I finish this song? worked a little too well it did. uh tony says tanahashi dan says nakamura and every new japan question dave says I washington mean, football dave. team and, yeah. and dave said washington football team because the background makes it so we can't see Put it right paper. in front of your face dave. <laughs> was nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> his answer tyler heineke that's right he also said Tanahashi. Well, uh, it's actually none of them. No. It's actually Jay White. Hmm. Wow. That's all. Jay White, first one to hold the 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 normal like the world one, intercontinental, United States, and never. Huh. Okay. Huh. That was fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, all the time. Funny <laughs> one or three since Dan doesn't have a deuce anymore. Numero uno, por favor, blink, stinky fart and dare. Ah, ah, ah. So the count showed up on this show now, too? I guess so. Sesame Street themed. All right. Who was the first recognized NWA world champion? First ever recognized NWA world champion? Yep. Not Alberto Del Rio. It's not Alberto Del Rio. (laughs) God, no. Maybe his car, not Alberto. Sure, it's Alberto Del Rio. 
first recognized wife beater to hold the championship, right? No, maybe not. Probably not. Well, recognized wife beater? Probably I'm not. sure there was plenty before that, I'm sure. That's, that's true. That's true. Pick the right guy here. You know, analysis, sexual assault, and all that stuff. Uh, Tony says Luthez. Dave says Luthez. Yeah. Dan says Harley Race. Again, not, none of them. Just total BS. I was waiting for Tony to say. This was the second. Uh, Who was the first? The first was Orville Brown. That's total BS, and you know it. Now a or- moment with downtown Orville go, Brown. Go look him up. Orville Redenbacher was the first. NWA uh, World Chip. Yeah, and, and he had to be called Brown because he burnt the popcorn. Yeah. I'm going to bite the kneecap off, all right? And we're going to stand up, and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down, all right? And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're going to be the last one standing. Yeah, because no one's got any fucking kneecaps left, you dipshit. All right, that was a total BS question. The total BS question was brought to you by Dan Campbell. I was about to say, wait a minute, what? And, and, and how was the, those kneecap bitings on the Niners? Nah, we'll talk about that later. We will. Good foreshadowing, AJ. Yeah, I try. Good like for- the, so, the password like is foreskin. The password is foreskin. I'm saying that to my mother. <laughs> kiss, your mother kiss your mother with that mouth, AJ. My lisp, my lisp, my lisp, my lisp is gone. You son of a bitch. <laughs> i got to watch that movie. It's a very underrated movie. It is. The basketball parts are the best when he's doing go uh, suicides doing or gophers or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. <laughs> got to get loose. Good. <laughs> All right, last question. This one, I, I, th- this one's so I, much easier. I was in the shower and I was blow drying my hair. I, I, I thought the phone might have rang. That ever happened to you? Call me. We'll talk about it. <laughs> so, who was the first to have a losing streak on Phenomenal Funky Facts? That's a trivia question? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's me! That's... It's me! I lost, like, the first five times! That's you true. go fuck yourself! Trivia's over! It's true. It's true. That is horseshit. Here, here, here's, a little, here's a little trivia to it right here. Blow, blow, Tim Taylor, Tim Allen, take it away. That's dirty pool, mister, in the words of Hank Hill. Yeah. So, so no one won trivia because we all. I won trivia. You want to know some trivia to that? You lost. You lost. No. You want to know some trivia behind that? I almost incorporated a rule where I would give the person a clue if they got five or, or more of a winning streak, and I'm like, nah, it ruins the fun. <laughs> oh man. All right, we are we are uh, we're supplementing sound bites this week, so. We're not going to have a last call. We're just going to kick it with a little bit of me talking slowly to get to this. Where's the kaboom? 
was supposed to be a big old shattering I love that between the two shows, there's like 12, 13 years of experience, but you'd never know it from this episode, right? You know, when your mouse turns into the blue circle spinny thing and your browser up there says not responding, it just kind of pisses you off. But at some point, it'll just kick right in. You get it? Lord Football has returned, and I am also happy about it. Um, I actually did a solo pick show last week. I took every, I picked every game against the spread, and I picked every over under. I went nineteen and thirteen. That's pretty right. fucking good. Right. I also hit uh, six two teamers on that. So, if you're betting the two teamers and the games and the and the over under is fifty bucks a pop. You won $910 on my picks last week, so congratulations. So check out at PC Tunney. I will have all the picks up this week. I unfortunately was 1-1 one one on Thursday night. The over-under was like 41 and a half, and I'm like, yeah, we're going to take the over there. I did have the Washington football team covering, which they did not, but my goodness, the NFL could not have asked for a better first two Thursday night games. Just freaking classics. Yeah. Gentlemen, how did you enjoy week one? I know DP and I didn't. I know that uh, Dave, you guys lost week one, right? AJ, you guys yep. are, you know, currently. Um, let's start with the guests. What are your expectations for this team? Ryan Fitzpatrick is out. Taylor Heineke plays Thursday night. Plays excellent. You know, we all thought he gave the game away on that pick. That was kind of a tough luck pick. He was watching the linebacker rub through and didn't see the safety coming down from over the top. But what do you? how are you feeling about this team? Because honestly... Like, you guys are kind of flip-flopped here as, like, as far as expectations goes. All of a sudden, you got Heineke, who you guys didn't think might even play this year, showing you that he could carry the offense with the weapons around him. And people have kind of game-planned a little bit better for your defensive attack. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the defense needs to make some adjustments. They've got too much talent to be giving up 29 points to the New York Giants. And all respect in the world to, to uh, Danny Dimes. He played his ass off. He didn't give the game away. His defense let him down and a bunch of stupid mistakes and a major drop pass did the New York Giants in, which you will get zero sympathy for me. Sympathy falls between shit and syphilis in the dictionary, Giants fans. That's what you get from me. So uh, would they true. get shit and syphilis from you? Yeah, maybe they might. They <laughs> oh, might. That, that would work, too. But, yeah, that's actually a real thing. Look it up in the dictionary, folks. Uh, I, I think. um I want to see what Curtis Samuel can do when he comes back, Tony, because I think he'll add a lot to that offense. Heineke, yeah, what can you say? That throw he made to Ricky Seals in the corner of the end zone was like, holy shit, that is a hell of a pass. I didn't realize you guys had Ricky Seals Jones. That dude, like when he's on, he is another big target. Like that's him and Logan Thomas with McLaren. I mean, that's a freaking 
then you got, like you said, Samuel, you guys, your offense is a little underrated. Yeah. And the defense might be overrated at this point, but they'll, they'll make some adjustments. They'll figure some things out. They did better this week than against San Diego where they didn't even sniff Justin Herbert. At least they got pressure on Jones in the first half and then didn't do a whole lot. But, you know, you look at the end, they held the Giants out of the end zone, which gave Heineke the shot to win. And he came through. So I, I think right now this team is is better than they were a year ago. Um, but then again, I think Dallas will be better than they were a year ago as well. And Philly, the jury's out on them. I don't think the NFC East is going to be the trash division that certain people, one Mr. O'Dowd, thinks that it is. And I, I think it's going to be a better division than it was last year. You're probably not going to win with a sub-500 record this year. So. <laughs> Stuck in a mental loop of self-loathing over the alliance. You don't have to worry <laughs> but, about. But it, and he, you know, and I tried to get him out of it by pointing out to him, dude, your Cardinals are now in the second wild card, and they just keep winning. So it's yeah, like, congratulations. It's the you get congratulations. You get to face Max Scherzer. Yeah. For what? Get in. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck with that. I know just a little something about that, but uh, yeah, I I think that the Washington Football Team will be. They should be pretty good if they can sort out that defense and figure out how teams are scheming for them, how they can pop some people open. I think that 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 they'll be right there. I mean, I, I expect Dallas will be if Dak stays healthy, which is a big if. Um, you know, the Giants. I, I will say this: all the bullshitting aside, Saquon Barkley. I tend to agree with people that he doesn't look quite right yet. He uh, looks a little tentative, and I don't blame him with the injury he had. But, yeah, the Giants have got no chance if they can't get him going. And Philly, they play the Niners tomorrow, right? We'll see, yes. we'll see We'll see about that. So we'll see. You guys beat up on a shitty Atlanta team. Let's see what you do against a real team here. True story. Uh, so tell me about this show called Tommy and Gronky. Yeah, yeah Tom, Tommy and Gronky. You know, they like to have fun in their little swimming pool. They, they pull out mail and everything. And they – Dorks, big time fucking dorks. Like, <laughs> let me tell you something. Doesn't Tom Brady always seem a little bit off? Do you want to know why? He's a fucking dork. He is yes. a fucking dork. Yes. Dork. That's Gronk why, as soon as he went to Tampa Bay, I'm like, wait, he actually has somewhat of a personality. He can have fun. He he actually stopped giving a fuck at some point. Anyway, back to football. But, but yeah, come on, yeah, they, they they have their little like swimming pool. They they, they do they, they have like their own little questionnaires that they do or the mean tweets and stuff like that. Oh, not to mention they just hooked up for the one hundredth time in the end zone during that Thursday night game against the Cowboys. Tom like, said he wants to play to fifty. He says he actually he thinks did. he can play to fifty this week. Okay, yes, perfect, Dave. And now it's time for an edition of. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. In a numerical percentage, please. What are the chances that Tom Brady is starting NFL quarterback at age 50? AJ. Yes. Okay. <laughs> he will do it. He will do it. 100%. I love that. A numerical percentage. Give yes. me a number. 69. Talking Okay, good. Yep, that's your typical Tommy and Gronky right there, AJ Blast. Uh, Dave, zero. Dan, 
<laughs> I'm 50, and I got 0% chance that I'm going to be playing football. Yeah, I, I wish I had the Vince, and there's no chance in hell. Zero. Mainly because of the point that they referenced that Giselle's not letting Tom. She, I don't think she even wants him to play for, like, the last three or four years. I don't think so either, but, again, Tom, Tom doesn't care anymore. You saw that Hail Mary throw. He just went, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to throw it up. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. What's amazing to me about Brady is that his release time is actually getting quicker the older he gets, which is stunning to me. Mm-hmm. But he's all just, he just, pro- it, it, he processes everything quicker. Like when you've been on any job for 20 years, you're going to get your job done quicker, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, well, I'm looking at my own, I'm thinking about my own career uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, when it's a repetitive situation. Hey, you know, you're, you're not yeah, always in the same to know, it's yeah. to know what you're seeing, you know, you know. The longer you, you know, observe those things, the more things that become repetitive if you've done. For me, it's like, I know I wrote one of these fucking briefs before, so I can just cut cut and paste this thing. So, yeah, you're right, Tony. There you go. There's nothing wrong with that. No. As long as your teacher forgot that your older brother went there and what he did, you know, you can just click, copy, paste his shit, change the name, whatever, you know. (laughs) And now now you know how I passed uh, freshman and sophomore year. Chemistry, anyway, chemistry class. Anybody? Oh. Chemistry class. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I actually have my own story with Andrew for chemistry class. That's funny because DP, myself, and Sancho McFlippins were all in chemistry, and then there was uh, who was it? Stephanie, right? Yep. Was the other person. Uh, so we would all do a quarter of the homework, and then we would come in and just copy it from each other. But I never did any of it. I just copied all of it from all of them. <laughs> Because I knew Dan was going to do it all anyway, so. Yeah. Because I was a big nerd, so. <laughs> was? You weren't a fucking dork like Tom Brady. Fucking dork. Wait, what? What Was was it a big nerd? Wow. Yeah, no, I got Harsh. it. I got it. Okay. Harsh. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> He's like, I got oh, it the first time. Funny. Come on. <laughs> So I'm probably going to turn on that PlayStation as soon as we end. So I got to ask you guys, the Packer fans here, uh, is it time to, you guys panicking yet or, or are you just like, whatever? We are a, a group of people that have learned to just go numb whenever we want to about it. Like, I bet you Dan hasn't watched ESPN pretty much all week, uh, it's kind of like you just turn that part of yourself off until the next week, and then they're going to kill the Lions. They'll be one and one. They'll probably win the next. They'll probably be like five and two at some point. I'll be like, oh, big deal. Uh, or they won't. And I really won't have to care going into the playoffs like I have every other fucking year and get heartbroken. You know, speaking as a Washington football yeah. team fan, there is something liberating about just being eliminated by the midpoint of the season, and you don't have to worry about shit. So, yeah. Don't bother me, you know. Sometimes that's, uh, nice. that's pretty much how I grew up with sports, my sports teams. Cause and, and, and AJ knows because he's a Bucks fan, so. Yeah, I suffered. Now I get to reap in the rewards. Yeah, like the first decade of my life, the Bucks, Brewers, and Packers all sucked. So, you know. Yeah. It comes around. It's, 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 uh. Cyclical. It's somewhat cyclical. Cyclical? Cyprical? 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 Quid pro quo? Quid no, that's something else. Never mind. That's different. That's different. Yeah, that's, uh, different. Uh, 
Yeah, but, yeah, but but Aaron Rodgers, I gotta ask you guys, does he just like not give a shit about what his hair looks like or what is going on with him right now? I think uh, he's he's gonna he's got cast in a role to to uh, he's taking over for Tom Cruise's character in that samurai movie. Um, so he he's <laughs> gonna be the the penultimate samurai instead of the last samurai. Um, that's what he he's it's he like a pre. Like- it's pre- looking, can, can we get? Can we actually get a prequel of that? Of the penultimate samurai? That would be amazing. He looks kind of like he's on the set of The Witcher, or trying to be. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what he's trying to do. I mean, I, I love the <laughs> I love the meme of uh, freaking Cobb and Valdez Scanling looking at him, and the caption says it's like, "Come on, Aaron, we're losing," and he's just smiling on the sidelines, like, "Nah, y'all are losing." <laughs> Uh, yeah, but at the same time, this guy is really proud of a lot of his stats, and he wants to be known as the best. And the last thing he wants to do is have a sub-500 season on his record because QBs are judged by wins and losses. Do you really think he wants to come any closer to second place in the touchdown-to-interception ratio? He is not fucking happy about not throwing a touchdown and throwing two interceptions last week. I'll bet you dollars to donuts that there's at least two touchdown passes and over 300 yards this week against the Lions in the first half. Ooh, mark it down. Mark the tape. Mark it down. Ooh, first half. Down. He's not going to get to 300. I bet he's over 200 and two touchdowns, touchdowns in the first half. Okay, speaking, speaking of marking things down since we're talking football. Yeah, uh, you want to get to it next week. I didn't have time, all right? Fuck oh, off. okay. We'll pick I wasn't saying it that I want. I'm just like, I'm actually curious. As to... Yeah, you picked Debo Samuel out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, what the shit, man. <laughs> what Chris ball were you fucking drooling on? Jeez Louise. Jeez. Like, seriously, Dave. He had to pick less. What did we have here? Tyreek Hill and, and Devontae Adams were gone, and he could pick any other receiver in the entire fucking NFL, and he picks Debo Samuel last week. Like, that's some inside trading horseshit. Yeah, somebody's, and somebody's got it inside. Mozart, and he gets hurt in, like, the first quarter. Yeah, that sucked. Adam yeah. Schefter called that uh, beforehand. All right, what do we got coming up this week? DP, do you agree with me the Packers are going to whoop some Detroit Lions ass Monday night? Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's a Monday night game? Yes, sir. And, well, Could AJ, eat. I don't even have to ask you. You guys, you guys get those shitty Falcons that Dave was mentioning. This <laughs> have fun. Bucks are at home, 4 p.m. Eastern game. I actually get to Dave, watch it. There you go. Dave got a big win this week. You guys travel to Buffalo next week, Dave. Yeah, we're – I look, I harbor no <laughs> illusions about the Washington football team beating the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo Especially if the Bills, who are they playing this week? Miami? Miami. If if the Bills go to 0-2, then that becomes a must-win. And maybe? I mean, I guess it's anything's possible, but I, I don't see Washington beating a quality team like the Buffalo Bills. I guess we're going to find out tomorrow, though, how quality the Bills really are because Miami's not a pushover. So we'll see what happens there. If Buffalo drops that one, it, then, you know, talking about people panicking – the entire the entire city of Buffalo, maybe the entire state of New York, will start to panic because they'll have the Bills, Jets, and Giants all kind of shit in the bed. Yeah. Well, enough people will just oh. jump through tables. Well, that's true. <laughs> Bills Mafia shouted out. Well, nonetheless, it is great to have Lord Football back. 
in accompaniment with all the rest of sports and uh, entertainment and sports entertainment going on right now. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in this week once again. Dave, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate you. Um, Anytime, brother. I always like hanging out with you guys. Even if there's a three-way tie for shittiness on trivia this week, that's <laughs> all uh, good. Yeah, speaking of fucking understudy for douchebaggery. Anyway, uh, Dave, let everybody know where they can find you and what you got going on. You can find me on Twitter at Attitude Ag or on Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. And also, make sure you're checking out at Bandwagon Nerds, also a part of the Chairshot Radio Network right here on the Chairshot.com. I'm learning some shit from Platt. That almost sounded professional. Watch out. Well, it was it was it couldn't have been Platt because it wasn't three minutes long. AJ, what do you got going on? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. You'll probably find something flying around in my name all over it on the chair shot somewhere in an article. I didn't, I pop on other people's shows every now and again if they need it. So, yeah, uh, you'll find AJ somewhere. Maybe, maybe this, maybe playing a video game. Right, right, Dan? Oh, yeah. That's probably what I'm going to be doing this afternoon as well is playing some video games with all this PS5 talk that we had going on this morning. Um, I'm going to cut can... the That's tomorrow morning before football. I'm cutting the grass. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. It's too late now. Can you can you cut it and smoke it like in Caddyshack? I'm just wondering. It's not uh, California it's a, it's a, sets a meal it's... and uh, Kentucky bluegrass Kentucky mix, bluegrass. so I yeah. can't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holes, you can smoke the bejesus out of it. <laughs> He needs to really invent that for real. So. <laughs> I'm sure somebody Get involved. Else. It, it, it's probably already made somewhere. <laughs> no, no, we got a pool in a pond. Pond's good for you. <laughs> Natural spring. And you just don't find a baby Ruth. Uh, it's just a baby Ruth. But you can find me <laughs> all over the worldwide social media interwebs at it's me DPP and follow the DWI podcast on Twitter at podcast DWI and Facebook at facebook.com slash DWI podcast. Excellent. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Just go there and buy a shirt, please. That's that's all I really got to say. You can find me at PC Tunny, Twitter and Facebook. You know you can find everything sports entertainment and sports entertainment at thechairshot.com. And you can find Chairshot Radio Network wherever podcasts are found. As far as 291 goes, folks, you know that you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D-W-I. Hey, I got that one to work. Dude, we technical difficulties up the wazoo today. Yeah, this was Professional podcasting at its best, ladies and gentlemen. Tune in next week and I'll give you the definition of a wazoo. Was that the little green guy on the Flintstones, the Great Wazoo? Oh, I thought that was a city of Mississippi. Yeah, I was about to say that was the Great Kazoo, wasn't it? Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, good job, Dum Dum. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. I was about to say, in what's and you'll you'll be happy to know this, DP. My PS5 arrives today. Hey, sweet. 
What's the first yeah, game? What's the first game you're playing? Uh, probably NBA 2K22. It was a, it was one of those GameStop bundles that you know Sweet. if you're like, you know, I started following this one guy who I'm trying to get on BWN um, to to come on because he's one of the restockers who's got like two hundred a quarter of a million followers and stuff, but I don't think he checks his DMs because it's like message is still sitting there. It's 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 been sent but never seen. So I don't know if he actually reads the stuff, but he's he's relatively seems like a normal guy. But if that happens, I'll let you know for sure because that's one you should jump in on because that would go well with the winners you as well. Yeah, but for sure. But now GameStop had one of those package deals where you got I got NBA 2K22, the WNBA 25th anniversary edition. Is like, well, I won't be playing that aspect of the game, but <laughs> uh, and then it came with like Tom Clancy that new whatever. Thing that they've got and a fifty dollars GameStop gift card. So nice. I'm like, yeah. oh, all right, I'll take that. This works. Yeah, yeah. and I think that. a year PlayStation Plus membership got bundled in is because like the bots aren't going after. What I've learned is the bots don't go after the bundles nearly as much as yeah. just single consoles. Yeah, that's I'll what I got. I got mine at Costco bundle. So that was the only it's way okay, I could find it. Yet. The Xbox is still really scarce, though. I don't know what Microsoft is doing with that. I blame AJ. Uh, I don't even have it. There's a PlayStation right over there. Is that a PlayStation 2? Is that a PS2? I said, no. <laughs> no, it's a 4. All, all the other ones are like downstairs collecting dust attached to the other t- uh, television. Up for display. Yep, pretty much. Uh, very nice. <laughs> Yeah, you'll like 2K22. I, I liked it. I like it a lot better than 221. It's been I've played a couple games so far now, and it's just much smoother. The AI is smarter uh, for the better. <laughs> so the I, shot I like meter last 21 at the shot meter was all messed up. I'm still yeah. playing 20. They changed. I still it. like 2K20 better. Yeah, they changed it this time. They changed it now. It's even like mean, it, it's a completely different from 20 and 21. Um, you it's guys just, just suck at basketball games because I had zero problem with that shot meter. <laughs> was about, a, lot, a lot of I people know I know had complaints with the Bucks too. I'm Shut playing up, with the Bucks. Shut up, Don't want to ask you. I'm trying to bring a title to the Wizards, so oh, you know that's your problem oh, right God. there. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Oh God! Oh God! Say it's not the shot meter, bro. <laughs> if Jordan couldn't the do roster. that, <laughs> roster. None of you guys can shoot. <laughs> All right, let's uh. Why don't we get the show on the road here? We can talk a little video games before it. Um, we'll just kick off with Big E, obviously, um, winning the title. And then we can just go into wrestling, shooting the shit from there. Uh, Dave being on here is always good because he always is there with it. Let me ask you guys a question, which I love. So um, don't be afraid to do that. Uh, you got trivia, right, AJ? Awesome. And then last call, we'll talk about our NFL football teams. How's that sound? <laughs> Or we could talk about Patrick just losing his shit over Illinois shitting the bed last night. Did you see my message? I'm like, Patrick, it's Illinois. Settle the fuck down, guy. What do you expect? <laughs> I know, and all this, all this hate for the NFC East, I'm like, dude, it's like week two. How do you yeah. know that they're going to be that bad? That was a good game. Yeah, it was a good – well, if every Thursday night game is like that, holy shit. That's two, week, two weeks in a row. Yeah. So, what's wrong, Dan? Shit not working? Of course. Why? Why would it work? That would just be ridiculous. <laughs> also, Dave, I, I find it funny that you said 
when, when did you say it was the uh, 100th episode? October 10th. 10th. Yeah. Which is funny because Aaron and I are going to New York Comic Con on the 8th. Ooh, there you go. Ooh. Are they doing? Is that in person or have they confirmed you, you that? Need to, you, you need to make sure that you have proof that you got your vaccination. Your vaccination card. Oh, so you're 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 one you're one of us now, AJ. You're just one of the sheep. We just go along and shoot that microchip in my ass. It's all good. Eh, basically, yep. Just, yep. just shoot I it right it. in my dick. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it didn't bother me when they shot it into me, but when they activated it, boy, I was sure down and out for a couple of days. Yeah. I mean, if I could have five G in my cock, that would be a, a good thing. You know? <laughs> There's a title for your episode, Tony. Five G in my cock. Oh my That's god. That's GP's responsibility on DWI. <laughs> <laughs> No. I would I would ran with it. I, I always like to run with some five G cock. DWI two ninety one. I got dick sir. I got dick for service. <laughs> That's a good one. I, good. I like that. That's good. Well done, sir. <laughs> 